Super Talk Mississippi media production. Couldn't be more thrilled to have Coach Dan Mullen join us here on the show, and we are very appreciative of your time, Coach. It's Thanksgiving week, which means it is Egg Bowl week. When I think back to your first press conference at Mississippi State, when I think back to your first days there, you made a, a big deal of the Egg Bowl. You knew that that was something Mississippi State fans would rally behind, and and it just makes me wonder, you know, coming in, you'd, you'd done some of that at, at, at Florida with Florida State. Was that something that was just on your checklist of things to do, like we're going to emphasize this rivalry and make it the most important game on the schedule? Yeah, the rivalry games are critical, right, of college football. Um, and, and really, programs, it's, it's, it's really important to fans, and one of the most important things is not everybody in the program always understands it. Uh, a lot of the players, some of them didn't grow up around it or maybe from different areas. So I always thought that coming in and you make you make sure that everybody within your program understands how important those games are. And I've always believed that. I learned that early as an assistant coach uh, at a lot of our stops. You know, it, it, you know, I mean, at, at Notre Dame, USC was a big rival. Uh, Bowling Green, Toledo is a big rival. Obviously, Florida has a couple of different rivals, and then. The uh, the Egg Bowl, the, the the Mississippi State Ole Miss game, is such a, a big game that you always want to make such a an important deal out of it, not just make for the fans, for everybody, but to make sure everybody understands how important it is. When I think back to your first game uh, against Ole Miss, you know, obviously a big win, an upset victory. You you kind of dominated the game from start to finish. But what stands out to me the most is I don't know how many times a head coach has been given a live mic at the end of the game. But you were, and you, and you had to basically cut a promo there uh, to, to finish things up. Did you have any knowledge ahead of time that they were going to give you the microphone, and or was it just you know kind of flying by the seat of your pants there? No, it was definitely spur of the minute. I had no idea. You know, I mean, it was, it was actually funny in that game, and a lot of times we were coming in. I remember going home on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, you know, the team we practiced, we would always practice in the morning, and the game was on Saturday, and it wasn't, you know, we took a couple years to get it back to the – traditional rivalry of Thanksgiving night that, you know, uh, I remember coming in and I fought for it to go back to Thanksgiving night and talk with ESPN and finally we were able to get it back on Thanksgiving night, the game, and, and I always thought that was a great rivalry time to play that game. But that first game going into it, I came home for dinner on Thanksgiving Day. I'm like, oh, we're in trouble because I mean, we just we looked awful at practice that day. Uh, and, and uh, you know, an old Miss, was uh, um, they were a top 25 team. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, we're, we could be in some trouble in this one. But that's all right. We'll figure it out. And we came out, and our guys just performed. We just played fantastic. I know the fan base was going crazy. The celebration, everybody was all fired up uh, and excited. And, and all of a sudden, well, I'm on the middle of the field. They hand me the mic. And, uh, you know, and, and the, I've, I've always been known. It, it's not bad. I, I always wanted to kind of stir up the rivalry, and I was able to do it on that day as well. That's one way of putting it, for sure, stirring it up. What made Chris Relf so so good against Ole Miss? Because he was 3-0 and against them uh, and, and just had great games in every game against Ole Miss. What was it about Ole Miss? Because he's not even a Mississippi guy. you know. He's a kid from Alabama, but he dominated this rivalry in his games against them. You know, I think he just he bought in and he understood the importance of that game. You know, and if you – with Chris a lot of times. And, and you'd see him step up in, in some big games – you know, whether it was the game in the swamp where, you know, he was able to carry us with his legs in the in the Gator Bowl against Michigan, uh, and then obviously in the Egg Bowls every year. I mean, he understood 
uh, and would always kind of play his best in those big games, and that was what was uh, that was so impressive with Chris and the type of player that he was. I always talk to Chad Bumpus every now and then, and he talks about the 2011 Egg Bowl, and he's still mad at you because he thinks y'all should have won that game about 70 to nothing. He says you really held up on Ole Miss in that one. That was the last game against Houston Nutt. Do you have any, any specific memories from that game because it was a dominant victory for you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I listen, all of them. I, the, the wins that you get in that game, are so special, you know what I mean? And that one was such a huge game. I, I, I think that the fun part of that game was it was kind of a nasty. It was like a little bit grizzly, if I remember. In the fourth quarter, they were trying to score, and kind of the it looked like we stopped them. The game ended. They reviewed it. They gave them one more play, and we stopped them again on the goal line. And the whole time of the review, the crowd was going crazy. Everybody was celebrating. Uh, it was just, it, it was so much fun. And, and especially to get the stop the second time uh, made it even better. 2013 might be your most famous Egg Bowl win because of the nature of the game, because of Dak Prescott coming in there late. Let's, I've heard the story before, but I've never heard you tell it. So tell us about how you, know, you found out Dak was going to be able to play and your decision there to bring him in in the fourth quarter. Well, what was interesting in that game is the, um, you know, there was no chance he was going to be able to play. Like earlier in the week, the doctor saw him and said, there's no chance we're going to clear him. And I remember on the day of the game, they came in and they said, hey, this is nothing short of like a miracle that he can actually play. We're going to clear him to play. And, and it was so it's kind of like shocking. And then all of a sudden, when as soon as the doctors, and they, they grab me and they say, now, I, we can't tell you. He could go in for one play and the arm kind of goes dead again. And so, I mean, he could play one play. He could play a bunch. We can't tell you. The doctor was, uh, Dr. Sills actually, who's now the, the, the top doctor in the NFL, came in and said, I can't believe I'm, I can do this, but it's nothing short of a miracle. He's clear. But then the responsibility goes on you as a head coach, you know, of, and the, the number one question is, if he plays, can it make it worse? Is there, and they're like, he's like, no, it'll just go back to where it was. I'm like, oh, uh, the thoughts then go through your mind. Then the thoughts are going through your mind, okay, if I play him early in the game and he plays a couple plays and he, he just he can't do it, that's going to bring us down as a team and that'll kind of deflate a lot of things. So uh, it was one of those, I looked at him, I said, hey, you be ready to play. He's like, I'm, I want to go play. And I said, listen, you be ready. And, and it's my responsibility as a head coach to look out for your health, for the team's health, for everything. And, you know, the game was going, and we really needed a spark. And I grabbed him late in the third quarter. And I said, to the start of the fourth quarter, we're going to go with you the next time we have the ball. He's like, I'm ready. And so all of a sudden, that spark, you know, you worry because they said, as the doctor said, it could be a one play, a two play, a three play deal. And he hadn't, you know, it'd been about four or five weeks since he'd even thrown a football, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, hey, let's see if he creates that spark for us. And he certainly did. He came in, and I think, you know, it was one of those the second he ran on the field, the whole energy in the stadium changed, um, the energy on our sideline changed. And he was able to, you know, lead us back to get into overtime. He was able to run the score, the touchdown in overtime. And then, you know, which, as everybody remembers, then one of the greatest plays in Mississippi State history, I think, has to be, uh, I think it was Bo Wallace was 
about to walk clean into the end zone, and out of nowhere, Nico Whitley came out, punched the ball out, um, you know, and Jameson Love recovers it in the end zone, and the game's over uh, to win it in overtime. Just, just unbelievable atmosphere and just a huge win that obviously, you know, it's our third straight win, and then we went on to win the bowl game, and then that kind of sparked us into to heading up to number one the next season. I won't ask you to reveal it if you do know, but do you know what Nico Whitley said to Bo Wallace there in the end zone? Uh, I think I, I know some choice words he said, but I do know, I knew this. I, one thing, the greatest thing about Nico, if, if everybody remembers this, and, and uh, I do remember he had a couple of choice words right there, but he sprinted over, gave me, gave me a hug, and, and people I don't think realize this. He played the last two games on a torn ACL. Yeah. And the doctors were like, hey, you can't make it any worse. Most people couldn't play. And he somehow played. And, and if people remember the week before against Arkansas, he created a, the cause and recovered fumble that won that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just took the ball out of the Arkansas's running back's hands. And, uh, you know, one of the great moments is a kid, and you talk about someone that believes in their school and their team, instead of opting for surgery and ending his season, he's like, I'm just going to play these next two games. He does it, makes the game-winning play in both games. And, and after I know he had something to say to Bo Wallace, he did sprint right over to me and just gave me the biggest hug. And, and that was one of, that's one of the great moments in coaching for me. Your last Egg Bowl win in 2016 was a totally dominant win over Ole Miss in, in Oxford. Is that one of those games where in practice early on you could see on film, hey, we're going to be able to run the football at will on these guys today? You know, I, I think sometimes you come in with the plan and you say, hey, this is our plan and our expectations. And uh, so one of those games, when you have those type of games, it's one where just everything is going right for you on the field. Like everything that you grew up, everything that you wanted to, to, to call in the game was going right. The players are executing at the highest of levels. And on top of that, they're making spectacular plays as well. Um, and I think those are the nights. I mean, you just, when it starts rolling like that, um, as a coach, I mean, you, you want to make sure you're on the right sideline when everything's going your way and everything you drew up, everything you planned is working to perfection. Um, that was, that was such a huge night. Nick Fitzgerald had such a big game that night. The defense played well, creating turnovers. Um, that was a very big win for. One last question, and it's kind of a generic one, but if you had to think about all these great wins you had against Ole Miss, what's your favorite moment from one of them? Boy, it's hard to pick one. You know, whether it was, you know, that first game with no chance to win, uh, really, that anybody gave us to come up with the win. The 2013 game obviously was special. Uh, the 2016 game, I think, we weren't expected to win. Um you know, that was a fantastic one. The, the 2011 one where we, we make the stop um, was huge. Or, the, you know, even 2010, the long touchdown run Chris Rowe had to kind of ice the game to a point was fantastic as well. You, you just have so many great memories of that game. You know, the rivalry games are the ones um, that stick with you. And, you know, I mean, in, in my office right now, you have all the different game balls that you have through the years, uh, you know, and, and the, probably that, you know, you have your, your first win, your 50th win, 100th win, National Coach of the Year award. Um, but the, the, besides those, the most game, all the game balls I have up for are all the Egg Bowl wins, which are, 
you know, it's such a huge deal. Wow. Really great stuff, Coach. I appreciate your time. Coach Dan Mullen joined me today. Happy Thanksgiving, Coach. We'll see you again soon. Yeah. Oh, you too. It should be a great game Thursday night. I'm excited to watch. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.